Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. I am Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York, and it's a rainy Sunday at the bright red desk. Um, it is August 8th, 2021, a beautiful Sunday. It's considered the Lion's Gate, eighth month, eighth day. And, of course, it's Leo. That's why it's Lion's. And it also is a new moon. We had a new moon bright and early this morning in Leo, right on a world point. So this is a very juicy new moon for us to move forward with our lives. Um, we had a full moon at the end, the beginning of the month. We're going to have another full moon in Leo at the end of the month. So this is like Leo, Leo, Leo. Um, and so the energy of this new moon is very potent um, because it has a couple mystic rectangles up there in the sky. It has a finger of God. It has a lot of energy around really focusing on our heart's content. And there also is a lovely um, uh, Star of David, an air trine and an fire trine that get together with great ideas that we can envision for our future. So there's a lot of really positive energy flying around up there. There's also a little bit of negative stuff in the week ahead because a couple weeks ago we had Venus go through the Hammer of Thor kind of kicking it off, and, you know, here in New York State, that coordinated with uh, Governor Cuomo's uh, women that he um, allegedly assaulted coming forward. And then on Friday, he's supposed to have his stuff ready. Mars goes through the Hammer of Thor. This Friday coming up, he's supposed to have his stuff ready uh, for the Senate in case they impeach him. So it's the Hammer of Thor is active. So you may be having the Hammer of Thor somewhere in your life saying, Time to change this, time to shift this, time to do something new with it. A lot of energy around change, taking action where we're going. But the new moon today is particularly juicy. Now, cast for Washington, which is our nation's capital, so we cast it for there. Um, it is a last-degree Virgo rising and a last-degree Gemini midheaven, so Mercury becomes super important, and Mercury is the apex of a finger of God in this new moon. So... Mercury in Leo is not, like, the favorite sign for him because Leo is all about, like, what I think. When he goes into Virgo, he takes into other, people, other people's thoughts into consideration. But Mercury is the apex of a finger of God or a Yod or a Yod. Some people call it Yod. Some people call it Yod. Which is Mercury's pointing out things we're supposed to look at. And the legs of the Yod are Pluto and Capricorn. And then the other leg is um, Neptune and Pisces and Athena in Pisces, inviting us to see the patterns. So we're being asked to make some choices and see some patterns and things that maybe we hadn't noticed before. And so the energy is new beginnings because it's a new moon, and the moon's aspect is in opposition to Jupiter, so that's good. If you're going to do a new moon ritual, Virgo moon's great for it, good closing aspect of a trine to Pluto. And then the Libra moon is a um, uh, sextile, uh, trying rather, trying to Jupiter. And so the aspects are nice this week for getting stuff done. But we do have that Mars and Virgo moving into the Hammer of Thor so we can expect some action or being asked to make action or perhaps we're in the mood to take action. And that's all kind of a function of that Mars stepping in. Now, before he goes into the Hammer, he has a square to the nodes. So this is a Mars week. Um, Moon and Mercury are going to meet up in Virgo and ask you to make a commitment um, and kind of come up with what you want to do differently. Mercury is going to leave Leo and go into Virgo this week, so that's helpful because he gets less about him and more about everybody else. So that's, that's a good thing. But 
And once he goes into Virgo, the Venus and the Mars calm down a little because they're not answering to a fiery Mars. But it's a very passionate week. People are going to be pretty intense, a lot of passion, a lot of passion. We also have a little element of water and uh, energy around water because Venus and Neptune are dancing together. So literally we're having rain here for the next couple days in New York. Hopefully rain out west where the the fires are. But also Venus-Neptune is an annual aspect that asks us to look at our dreams asks us to think about them. And, of course, as we're in the waning days of of summer here in the Northern Hemisphere, one of the things that we often find is, um, you know, we go on vacation, we take some time off, we kind of recreate our lives or refocus our energies, and we we think in a different way because the sun is high and it's corn on the cob and it's watermelon and it's hamburgers and hot dogs and, you know, remembering our childhood, remembering happy times, you know, Leo is all about happiness and creativity. And then as it shifts over the next couple of weeks into Virgo, we're going to be shifting our focus too and coming back into, okay, like what's next? What's that next chapter look like? So it's a really important week. And we do know that the whole theme of this year is change, you know, getting everything set up for the next 20 years of our life, which we're doing between now and the end of December. Now, some people have gotten a little further along on it than others. Some people are still like, I don't even know what I'm doing yet. And that's okay. It's understanding that the energy of change is upon us, and then we want to work with that energy of change and figure out how to use it. So if we can think of it that way, it makes it a little bit easier, especially when we're dealing with a week like this where Mars is going to take on, in a hard aspect, two of the meaner planets out there you know and we, we don't like to think of planets as mean but they do get labeled malefic right so if it's labeled malefic and three malefics are having a fight it's kind of like three guys walked into a bar one day you know uh and you know three mean guys walking into a bar well what does that mean well that means three mean guys in a bar so if the punches start swinging you want to get out the bar um you know it's the image i always get when these kind of aspects form I used to watch westerns as a kid. I loved Gunsmoke and Festus and Matt Dillon and all that. And when they would come in through Miss Kitty's saloon and the doors would swing, and they were all playing poker at the table there, right? And they would kind of go, oh, the bad guy just walked in the room. And, you, you know, what you do in that is you put your poker chips in your pocket and you leave. You don't necessarily stay till they start turning the table over and you don't know how many of those chips are yours. You want to kind of think about, you know, expeditiously figuring out what your plan is. And it is a week of, it's very helpful to have a plan this week. It's also very helpful to know that even if you do have a plan, it may not work because the energy is pretty focused and pretty intense and it's not necessarily amenable to plans, but it, it, it will try. It will think about it, maybe, and then maybe not. So it's, it's an interesting week. I would encourage you this week not to take things personally. Um, when information is revealed to you, kind, because it's Mercury and Leo, we do take everything personally, right? When information is revealed to you, kind of go, okay, let me, let me just think about that for a little bit and decide what it is you want to do with it so that it helps you make better decisions. It helps you make better, take better actions, move in a different way, give yourself a... Um, an opportunity or an option about how you want to proceed with stuff. So there's a nice energy of um, connectedness this week, 
but it also is a connectedness of listening to your own counsel and deciding how you want to proceed. Um, so that's kind of part of it, too. We also have uh, three mystic rectangles up there in the heavens. So mystic rectangles, uh, there's a finger of God, there's a mystic rectangle, and there's a star of David. So it's a wonderful set of energies in the sky that are very magical on many, many levels because mystic rectangles kind of inspire us in our new direction. The finger of God points us forward, and it is a faded, F-A-T-E-D moment where our fate changes and shifts. And, of course, especially for the Virgos and the Geminis because shift is happening. Mercury rules those two signs, and he's the apex of a finger. And then, of course, there's a grand trine in fire and a grand trine in air, which is visionary ideas. It's not like actually doing them. When the grand trines are in earth and water, we do stuff. But when they're in fire and air, we learn stuff, we think things, we move forward. So it's beautiful energy up there for getting things accomplished and doing things, especially towards Uh, the new chapter. And a lot of times when you look at the heavens and you can kind of see going on, you know, last week we had Juno uh, going through the note of fate on the 8th. um, And, you know, Juno is partnerships and relationships and marriages and all that. And as she went through that 8 degree uh, sag and released, we set things free. So on a sad note, uh, many of you, you know, for seven years, Kate was my assistant and she left a couple years ago in 19, and she's back in L.A. now. And her mom passed away uh, yesterday. And, um, uh, you know, many of you worked with Kate, knew her. You know, she was the one that answered the emails. <laughs> and it was, it was a very sad time when she left. But it was, you know, she was going off to her career and having this kind of forward motion. But her mom just passed away. And I'm, I'm reluctant to give, you know, her personal information out over the phone. But if any of you worked with Kate over the years and, you know, knew to, grew to love her the way Rose and I did, and you'd like to write a note to me at admin, I will forward it on to her because you know how hard it is to lose your mom. Um, I, you know, I had a particular identification with it because my mom died young. So, but there is, you know, there is this energy of change and a permanence and a shift. And when we see these energies that are so much about, like, new chapters beginning but old chapters ending, um, we want to kind of honor that transition and that opportunity and that, Uh, adventure beginning even as we're perhaps having a sad ending like Kate did and then of course in Rose's case she's off doing her play so that's kind of a new beginning Um, you know so it's an interesting um, juxtaposition of energy so I just wanted to mention that and just keep her in her um, her mom was a lovely lovely woman and her dad you know happily married for many, many years, and obviously Kate and her sister and the new grandbaby. And, you know, just, you know, she was a, she's a wonderful woman, so hold Kate in your heart and your prayers. Um, and uh, if you want to send a note, we'll pass it on to her. Um, Rose and I will. So at any rate, uh, the other thing is I'm doing Omega, uh, one of the first astrology conferences in person. Um, Omega at the end of September, Omega in Rhinebeck, it's a retreat center. Uh, we're doing a weekend workshop on astrology. It's up, Ren- res- you know, reservations available. Make your reservations. Um, you do have to be COVID compliant. I mean, you have to have a vaccination to come. But um, if you've never been to Omega, it's a really, really lovely place. 
So I just wanted to put that out there. And if you go look at Omega, you'll see that uh, the weekend of September 25th. Um, I'll be there with a few other astrologers, and it's very small and intimate. There's five of us teaching the workshops, and um, come and sign up and learn astrology. It'll be fun. We're going to have we have a lot of adventures planned, but you do have to have a shot, so um, or proof of vaccination, I guess. You don't have to have the shot to get in, but you know what I mean. So those two things I wanted to mention uh, before we go further into the week. So when we're looking at the week ahead and we're thinking about what our choices are and what our transitions are and how things in our lives are really changing in very, very profound and big ways and um, offer us an opportunity to move forward into the next chapter. You know, in some cases... Willingly, in other cases, with a bit of sadness, but in all cases, the changes are happening. So when we look at the weekly weather and the energy of the week ahead, let me pull it up. Um, hang on here. Um, the, the sun runs from uh, 15 Virgo to 23 Virgo. It doesn't have a lot of aspects this week. It's kind of quiet. Um, it did have the new moon today, but the rest of the week is kind of quiet. It does have some connection energy on the 11th and the 12th and some deep feeling energy on the 15th when the sun is in a, an inconjunct or a quincunx to Neptune, so a little emotional, an emotional space as the sun moves through um, that inconjunct energy. Mercury this week is in Leo, and he goes into Virgo on the 11th at which point he becomes much more practical and reliable and reliable, you know, you can trust him. Today, tomorrow, he's forming a finger of God um, with Pluto and Neptune and Athena, inviting us to see things in a different way at 25. Uh, And then he steps into Virgo, and then he is more practical, reliable, dependable, and he gets to seven and a half. So he's going pretty quick. When he gets to seven and a half on the 15th, he squares the nodes of fate, offering us an important choice. He does have an opposition to Jupiter this week on the 10th, which pushes us kind of forward into a new direction that we're heading in. And then Venus, of course, this week is uh, running from 21 Virgo to 30 Virgo. So Venus is a busy bee. Um, She has a trine to Pluto on the 11th, which is usually good stuff coming in. She also has... um, a sesquiquadrate to Saturn, which is usually an argument of some sort on the 11th, where she's a little irritated with whatever Saturn is telling her, and she doesn't want to do it. And then a little later in the week, she has a sesquiquadrate to Uranus on the 15th. Now, it's wide, because Saturn and Uranus are, you know, they're kind of in a wide square right now, but that would technically count as another hammer of Thor, but because you're going to get hit with one end of the hammer on the 11th and the other on the 15th, it might be more of a ding-dong or a part one, part two. And, of course, Venus and Virgo, not happy in Virgo, but she gets a little happier once Mercury goes into, um, once Mercury goes into Virgo on the 11th, but it's generally not one of her favorite signs. Mars this week, as I mentioned, he's moving in and he's forming the hammer of Thor, with Eris and Pluto. Yes, you're hearing that. There's hammers with Uranus and Saturn. There's hammers with um, Eris and Pluto. There's hammers everywhere. So it's Bang Bang Maxwell's Silver Hammer, which is actually a pretty depressing song. So I don't suggest you look up the lyrics of that one. 
But we do have Mars coming into, he's going from 6 Virgo to 9, 10 Virgo almost. So he's squaring the nodes of fate on the 11th. And then he is um, having a square to Juno partnerships on the 12th. And then he is in a uh, hammer of Thor on the 14th. Um, And, of course, in New York, that's when Governor Cuomo has to have his information into the impeachment people. Um, And Mars is, of course, quincunx to Saturn, which is an adjusting energy. So he's kind of irritated. Venus is kind of irritated. They're all kind of irritated. It's kind of an irritated sky. So when that happens, always good to be kind. (laughs) Always good to go, oh, you seem a little irritated. Okay. And don't take it personally. It's not about you. It's them. But they're irritated, and so when you're kind of in their realm, you can go, wow, you're, this is really kind of crabby, um, and it is. Um, we also are having a lot of arguments around housing, um, the 11th and the 10th, when Vesta is in a hard aspect to Eris, you know, annoyed, but then in a strategic aspect to Athena. So st- strategy around housing is really important as we're working with this energy this week. As I mentioned, we have a new moon in Leo today. Um, So the moon is in Leo today until tomorrow morning at 8.23 a.m. when it goes void for a couple hours. And it goes into Virgo at 10.56 a.m. on the 9th, Monday the 9th. It's in Virgo. The 9th, the 10th, the 11th, going void at 7.22 a.m. It will be void all day long on Wednesday the 11th. Uh, until 4.08 p.m. when moon goes into Libra. So void, void moon on Wednesday. And then later on Wednesday, Mercury, of course, goes into Virgo. So, but the Mercury, the moon in Virgo has got a good closing aspect of a trine to Pluto, good energy for pushing things creatively, moving them forward. Um, then once the moon goes into Libra, the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, it goes void at 4.39 p.m. And it goes void, moon goes void in, in Libra, trine to Jupiter. So that's a nice, juicy one, too. So you can do your new moon ritual today, tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday. Just skip the middle part of the day, but Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, nice energy. And then the moon is void on Friday from 4.39 p.m. till 8 o'clock when it goes into Scorpio. And it will be in Scorpio Friday night, Saturday, Sunday till 11.20 uh, A.M. we have the opening quarter, and it goes void at 11.05 p.m. with a sextile to Venus. Again, great week for getting things done because the moon has really fabulous aspects. The key is to duck around the stuff that's coming at you that's trying to get your attention, right, the stuff that's going, rah, 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 rah. you want to kind of go, okay, I see the rah, 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 but I'm no, I don't want to play in that. I want to go over here and work on my stuff. So it's, it, it is a great week to really focus on how do I uh, hold my own? How do I, hold, how do I stand in my heart space rather than getting distracted and pulled off by all these different things? And there is a lot of energy that's going to want to kind of pull you off. And you want to go, okay, I, I hear you, I hear you, but I think I want to work over here. Okay, I think I want to, okay, but I think I want to work over here. The more you can do that and kind of center in what's really important to you this week, the easier it will be. Um, it is it is a week where distractions are rife. You know, the universe wants to distract you and get you upset, mad, moving. And that's okay. I'm not saying don't bite on that. But I would encourage you with all this energy that's very potent to get things done, to try and take that energy and rather than arguing or fighting with people or, you know, getting involved in stuff, 
that really you can't do anything about is out of your pay grade, come back in and go, well, what can I do here? You know, what is my, what is my step here that I can do? What can I do here to help? And in that capacity, that's the space we're in. Because we can't do anything about the other right now. Down the road, we'll be able to. But right now, it really is a time of sticking to your own knitting. It's saying, I've got a grand trine in air, I've got a grand trine in fire, I've got three mystic rectangles, I've got a finger of God, I've got a star of David. What am I doing? What am I creating? Don't get pulled off into other people's projects. What is focusing for me in this space? Right? That's the energy that we're standing in. And so your job is to really kind of, to the best you can, settle back into that. Settle back into, well, okay, what do I need to do to nurture myself and create? And as I do that, it works well. And if I don't do that, I can get distracted and carried off and annoyed and blah, 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 and all that stuff. Now, it is, a, it is a little bit of a prone time to accidents, you know, because Mars is, uh, there are three malefics having a big fight in the sky. So you want to proceed. Remember, people, other people are having these transits, too. Um, and so you want to proceed with caution, with recognizing other people are annoyed, other people are doing whatever they're doing, and they're not necessarily paying attention, or they're doing their thing, and it impinges on you. So it is, it is a time of really kind of paying attention to what's going on in the world around you. And because Mars is in Virgo, there is a little bit of a tendency to, to have some health matters come to life. So do not fool around at all with any health matters this week. Super, super important, right to the hospital. No fooling around. Mars has a health aspect to Neptune. It has a health aspect to Athena. It has, you know, both saying, hey, you know, it's something that's lurking. We didn't really see it. Now we see it. Now we need to work on it. And Mars is in Virgo, which is a health sign. He also is making big choices on the 11th around how to proceed and where to go, and he also is squaring uh, our relationships and saying, is this a relationship you want to stay in or not? And if not, how do you want to change it? What do you want to do? So it's an interesting week, not an easy week, but an informative week. But if we focus on our own stuff, it can get a lot accomplished. A lot can be pushed right through into a whole new place. Um, In terms of the Donald Blanford days, the DB days, um, we're going to find Monday is one, Monday the 9th, because of Mercury in a hard aspect to Pluto and Venus opposite Neptune. So there may be some extra emotional stuff swirling on the 9th. And we also see um, the end of the week, the the 13th and the 14th, when Mars gets into his little fights with Saturn and Pluto and Eris, those are going to be a little intense. And also that's a moon in Scorpio. So Mars in Virgo is ruling that moon in Scorpio. So people's passions are going to be pretty strong the 13th and 14th. And then we get to the, um, uh, the 15th, and that looks kind of a quiet, more quiet because the sun then is, uh, the moon's still in Scorpio, but it's, it's not as intense or as crazy. So we, we know we're just going to watch Monday and Friday and Saturday this week for kind of intense days. And I think if we, we work with this energy, it will help us a lot um, to understand uh, what the choices are ahead of us. We're still in the reveal. We're still finding out things. We don't have all the facts we need to proceed. 
we're still learning stuff, so while we're in learning mode, it behooves us to keep gathering the information rather than reacting. It's not to say don't react. It's just to say consciously react because maybe you need more information and maybe they're in the mood to tell you. I love how the sirens pop up and go, yes, I'm telling you all these exciting things. Um, They're in the mood to tell you. They're in the mood to tell you what's going on. So listen, pay attention. Confessions are big this week. (laughs) Or catching people and then them going, yeah, you know, you're right. I did do that. Um, It's a good week to, excuse me, it's a good week to remember that we're human. And, um, And we are human. That's, that's, I think, perhaps the most important thing to remember this week. You're a human. They're a human. Um, and sometimes the world is hard. And we have to remind ourselves that part of the thing that makes it wonderful and makes it delicious is the love we've had and the love that we um, have shared with our loved ones and our family members. And, uh, you know... Uh, and just being aware of losses, you know. I mean, Kate's mom is terrific, and, uh, you know, and she's a baby, you know. Kate's a baby. I don't, how can you lose your mother when you're a – she's not a baby. I know she's a grown-ass woman. But, but that energy of um, wanting to give somebody a hug or just wanting to reach out in a compassionate space and hold people and love them and love them for who they are and their contribution in your life and what they've contributed to you. So uh, I wish you a good week. It's not going to be an easy week, but it will be an interesting week. And it will be full of information that you're to harness and use in your life going forward. So on that note, I'm going to wish you a happy weekly weather and send you off and encourage you, encourage you, encourage you to do the new moon ritual um, this week. This is probably one of the bigger juicier new moons it's right on a world point it's all loaded up with uranus it's got all this creative energy it's got a star of david it's got three mystic rectangles it's got a finger of god it just wants to give you stuff so get in there with your list and start manifesting and have a great great week of august the 8th bye lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.